Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. And Samuel said to Saul, Thou hast done foolishly. Thou hast not kept the commandments of the Lord thy God. For now would the Lord have established thy kingdom upon Israel forever. But now thy kingdom shall not continue. For the Lord hath sought him a man after his own heart. And the Lord hath commanded him to be captain over his people. Because that thou hast not kept that which the Lord commanded thee. 1 Samuel chapter 13 verses 13 and 14. Saul was the first king of Israel appointed by Samuel. But fear stole Saul's kingdom from him. He feared his own people and it caused him to not keep God's commandments in the issues of the Amalekites. Then later in his life, we see in our opening passage that fear of the enemy caused him to take matters into his own hands. Again, disobeying God's commands. Why did God deal so harshly with these situations, with this reoccurring character trait that kept surfacing in Saul throughout his leadership? Because that fear of man is an expression of a lack of a fear of God. In other words, it's unbelief. And God will never trust one to lead who does not believe. See, God is our true king. Therefore, does he choose those who put their trust in him that he might lead through them? Those who fear displeasing him more than a fear either their allies or their enemies. God is looking for belief. For faith in him, in his wisdom, in his plan, in his instructions, and in his omnipotence. Saul lost the kingdom because he demonstrated a pattern of faith in people and in himself more than in God and his words. Oh, let us never be found guilty of this. Let us put our trust fully in him. Let us be like David, who was willing to be defiant in the face of the giant because that God had given a promise and he was confident that he was able to fulfill it. Oh Lord, we trust you today to put us in our place of purpose, to do it your way to wait on you and not to take matters into our own hands like Saul did, not to act in fear, not to put our faith in men or in our own actions, but to allow you to perform your good work in and through us unto perfection. Oh Lord, your will be done. Please speak clearly to us. And help us to trust what you have spoken. No matter what comes against us. To break our faith in it. We will keep believing in you. 
to accomplish it. We don't have to chase crowns and kingship. We need only to follow after you and the crowns will follow after us as we do. Oh, let us be like David. Let us remain faithful in our wildernesses. When the promise is impossible, may we still believe. When it comes within our grasp, let us not try to take it or make it happen. Let us trust you enough to wait until you yourself deliver it to us so that all will see and believe that you have done this impossible thing. Let us fear God and keep his commandments, knowing that every Saul who doesn't will lose his promise. Let us fix our eyes on the prize of the high calling of Jesus Christ and keep pressing towards the mark, knowing this, that all those who endure shall be rewarded because endurance takes faith. So be fully persuaded and keep waiting with faith-filled anticipation. For once that you have done the will of God and his good work is performed, the promise will come, not through you, but from him to you. For faithful is he who promised and faithful will he be to perform it. If only you are faithful to maintain your faith in it and keep seeking to walk in faithful, patient, enduring obedience. For as we read in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 36, For you have need of patience, that after you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. Oh, Jesus himself tells us in John chapter 14, verse 15, that if you love me, you will keep my commandments. You have to keep trusting him. Don't get frustrated, discouraged, disappointed. Don't lose hope. Keep praying, keep praising, keep believing, keep obeying. Because as we are told by Solomon, the son of David, the wisest man in all of the earth, by divine anointing in Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 13, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments for this is the whole duty of man. In other words, don't try to take matters into your own hands. Don't try to figure it out. Don't do it in your own strength. Don't trust your logic. Don't be arrogant or prideful enough to think that you can do anything apart from him, but you get on your knees, you seek him, you get a word and you stand in faith on it. No matter what happens in this world, even if it seems impossible, even if the promise dies, do not lose faith. Keep hope alive. Stand up and proclaim. Remind yourself of the promises he's made. And when he speaks, you better obey. 1 Samuel chapter 15 verse 24 says this, And Saul said unto Samuel, I have sinned, for I have transgressed the commandment of the Lord and your words. I did it because I feared the people and obeyed their voice. O oh Lord, let us never trust the counsel of men, 
over what you yourself have spoken, lest we end up succumbing to the counsel of demons. For men can be deceived, in fact, quite easily. Never take counsel from those who move in pride or in fear. Because it is so easy for the enemy to get in their ear and steer. And if you follow them, they'll take you off course, my friend. I assure you of it. Saul did it to an entire nation. So that God had to remove him and replace him. Saul lost all because of fear of man and faith in man. While David gained all because of fear of God and faith in God. You choose today which path you want to take. Because one leads to destruction and the other leads to the power of the kingdom of God. But as for me and my house, we choose to lose our fear of and faith in men that we might please the one who has called us to stand apart with him in eternal kingship. As the early apostles said in Galatians chapter 1, verse 10, Do I now seek to persuade men or God? Or do I seek to please men? For if I yet pleased men, I should not be the servant of Christ. But I certify you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached of me is not after man. For neither did I receive it of man, neither was I taught it, but by the revelation of Jesus Christ. The point that he's making here is that he got on his knees. He got alone with the king. He sought the Lord God Almighty and by the power and leading and revelatory ability of the Holy Spirit of God that Jesus said he would send to lead us into all truth. He brought the truth directly to him so that when he went out, he wasn't swayed by every wind of doctrine. He wasn't persuaded by men and their opinions. He wasn't pulled off course by pride and arrogance and fluff and intimidation. He had the words of the living God Almighty. He had the revelation. He had the very endorsement of heaven. Because as the scripture says, it is not those who come in themselves that the Lord approves of, but those who the Lord himself commends. Oh God, you are the one that endorses by the power of your anointing. Because you see, it's not us. We have nothing to offer. But oh, when we spend that time with Jesus, when we get filled with his word and his Holy Spirit and he himself, who is the anointing, Then he sends us out at the proper time and season so that he can step out to do the work of his kingdom. Oh Lord, do not allow us to become guilty of Saul's downfall. He listened to too many people. The Bible does tell us that in the multitude of our counselors there is wisdom. We are not to become arrogant, but my friend, You better get on your knees and get your word directly from the true king. 
first and then weigh everything else against it. Don't let anything rob you of your time in his presence. Saul's downfall was that first he feared the people, so he did what they said in contradiction to what God had instructed. He didn't deal with an enemy that eventually later came back and dealt very harshly with him. In fact, it led to his destruction. God sees the end from the beginning, and what he tells us is for our own good. His plans are perfect. His wisdom is greater than ours. The only victories we will ever walk in are those that are won by following his plan. Because here's the reality of it, my friend. The Bible tells us from the very beginning that Satan, that old serpent in the garden, he was the wisest, most cunning creature that God ever created. So it is nothing short of pride and arrogance for you to think that you can outwit him. You won't outsmart him. He'll fluff your pride and let you think that you've got it all right. All while he's leading you right into the pit. In the end, Saul feared the enemy. So that yet again, he took matters into his own hands and followed his own leading apart from the Lord's instructions. Many times in scriptures, evil kings fell to this even while all of their counselors and false prophets encouraged them. But those who didn't forsake the abiding, those who connected to the root, those who spent their time in prayer and intercession and in the word of God, they knew the truth. They were not deceived. They did not fall. They did not fail. Because God's plan is perfection. And it will always lead to a victorious conclusion. So Lord, we pray today that you would rid us of pride, of arrogance, of selfishness, of unbelief, of the fear of men, both ally and enemy. Give us wisdom to not fall to the tactics of the enemy of distraction or even using our own good nature against us to busy us with sleight of hand or subversion. Let us be vigilant, for our enemy, like a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Let us commit to sit and spend time being filled, saturated, instructed, and empowered by your Holy Spirit. And when it speaks, give us the faith and the boldness to obey every word you have to say, to get up and to follow its lead, even unto the end of the world. Because if you be with us, who can be against us? There are a lot of Saul's who have fallen before us. Let us be like David that trusted you, that waited, that had faith in the promise that you had given knowing that he did not have to make it happen. He just had to maintain his faith in it and keep preparing for the day that you yourself delivered it. Today we renounce unbelief. We renounce fear. We renounce competitiveness and all that is associated with this demonic family of influences. We come before you, Lord, with all faith and hope and assurance. 
And we praise you for your promises, your purposes. We thank you for your words. We know that you will accomplish them. Let us be connected to you as we wait for you to step in and do what you promised to. This message was brought to you by HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.